This is The Drive with Dale Lally and Matt Williamson on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. SNR. Steelers Nation Radio. Welcome to The Drive. I'm Dale Lally here with Matt Williamson, and it is Monday, Black Monday in many places around the league, and well... I think it's Black and Gold or Black and Silver Monday, to be honest <laughs> with you. <laughs> it might be that. Uh, maybe the craziest, the single craziest Sunday in NFL history. I mean, what a great way, just no matter who your rooting interests are, I guess unless you're the Colts or Chargers, but still just an unbelievably entertaining weekend and final game in particular to finish the regular season first 18th game schedule three I overtime mean, games yeah right and games that matter yeah you know, games right. that a team not, needed to win to get into the, not play. the giants game you know <laughs> yeah. things like that i mean important games that mattered down to the end all the eyes on them i mean i kind of forgot that the national championship games tonight you know what do you think <laughs> you know what, I mean? what do you think the tv ratings were in the pittsburgh market for that Ra- raiders chargers game oh through the roof <laughs> i mean i have buddies that have real lives and get up in the morning and you know usually are in bed by 10 or 10 30 they were glued to it of course and unbelievable turn of events i mean yeah. i don't even know where to start uh there i, I remember i was driving back uh from baltimore i i finished I wrote a story on T.J. Watt breaking the sta- or tying the sack record. He should, yeah. he should break it. We'll, we'll get into that. Yeah, later. he got a little bit of short end of stick there, but um, so I wrote that. I wrote a top to my to my main story, and then okay. I usually do like ten thoughts after that. Oh, okay. So I just thoughts in the game. I'm like, I get done writing those. I'm like, I really can't do anything else until I know what happens. I really that, need to know what I have, in yeah. that game, and I'm not going to sit here in the Baltimore press box until you know. I just sat there till. 1230 at oh, night. It was past midnight. Yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, so I'm like, it's three hours and 50 minutes to my, my house in Washington from Baltimore. Okay. I can make it. And <laughs> so I hopped in the car. I drove like a maniac. I got home to see. I listened to the game the whole way. Uh, I, they started like when I was in like eh, maybe Frederick, Maryland, somewhere okay. somewhere around there. And I got home in time to watch the, the Chargers last possession in, in regulation and then the overtime period. So you, I mean, that last possession regulation was crazy too. Yeah. I mean, just all the third and fourth down conversions. It's kind of like the Steeler game a little bit. A little bit. <laughs> I mean, I forget what it was in the end. I'm guessing, but like an 18 play drive or yeah. something like that. I mean, it just one play after another. The drama, the way Herbert's throwing the football, and I mean, crazy. I mean, you made the right call. Otherwise, you'd have been home at oh, five in the morning or something. I, I just course, ended right. up getting a hotel room down there. Yeah. And, you know. Right. 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 Um, the clutch gene. I hear people talk about you know this. There's no, there's no such thing. There's no such thing as, as if a guy is clutch or not. Well, Ben Roethlisberger, six game winning drives this season, uh, five fourth quarter comebacks. Yeah. You saw it with Justin Herbert last night. He was he's right up there with Ben this year in terms of the, oh, the last yeah. second heroics. Some guys have that, and other guys don't. I know. It's everyone knows I'm for this market one of the more analytically based guys out there. I write a an analytics column for Steelers.com every week. I th- still think if you lean on that too much, you're nuts. And the Chargers found that out the hard way. There was a Steeler decision that 9 out of 10 times I would have done the opposite, but you got to know the flow of the game. And it's it just doesn't account. I can't remember who it was last week. 
it wasn't Wink Martindale. Somebody's defensive coordinator said something about the analytics stuff. Mm-hmm. And they said, analytics is all well and good, but you don't know what the wind conditions are in the stadium. Right. You don't know what the, you know, is your, again, things we've talked about. Is your right tackle getting his butt kicked the entire right, right, game? Right. What's my play to, get yeah. this, to convert this or whatever? And but you to your don't, point, you clutch don't go is not... for it in, you know, in your own territory. The Staley decision. Lose, yeah. That decision was awful. But the quarterback almost bailed him out. The quarterback almost bailed him out in the game. Because he's, he's got the clutch player. gene. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's what I'm going to say. All this analytics stuff doesn't account for clutch. And, you know, Tomlin has mentioned it many times with Ben this year that his tone, his heart doesn't change any different when it's more, when the more's on the line. He's just as even keeled. I mean, I mean, his heart rate, I mean, not his, uh, you know, ability to play. I and mean, Ben wasn't good for three quarters. Throws for about 150 yards and a touchdown in the fourth and overtime. It was actually overtime. 159 yards. Well, I thought that was 149, yeah. Like, yeah, it was okay. 149, whatever it was. But it was like 17 to 21 or something ridiculous like, like that. like three throws or something, yeah. right? Yeah, I mean, and A couple of those were drops. And a couple of those were drops. <laughs> I mean, it was, and it was still windy and nasty. Yeah. And, you know, I, I wanted to ask you that before we got any further because it was obvious that weather mattered watching it on TV, but I bet it was worse than the TV copy show. Yeah, it I mean, was it, it was could, cold, it was yeah. windy. I mean, you're right on the water. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. Um, I went out Saturday night to a place that I usually go to down there, and they had a band playing. Mm-hmm. Apparently, if, if in Maryland, if you have a band playing and you don't serve food, uh, which this place didn't, you have to keep the doors open. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> So I'm in Doesn't this, matter if it's uh, January the band or was fantastic. June or, okay. and, and Billy, Hill, be good. Billy Hillgrove was actually going to come over to this place as well because he wanted to hear the band as well. And and uh, I'm like Billy, you be happy you didn't because I made it as soon as they were parka, done. Yeah. As soon as they were done playing, I get out of there because it was freezing. The band better be awesome for that place to make any money that night. <laughs> <It was just laughs> yeah, right, giving free cold. drinks away or something. Brutal cold, and then you had the wet to it as well. I mean, yeah, I, it, yeah. Uh, but it, it, the announcers didn't. Stress it enough. In it was my a opinion. steady rain the was, entire time. Yeah, and that wears on you. Yeah, the field conditions are a little soft and all that good stuff. But Steelers got to win. Um, there's a trend. I mean, are they the most talented team we've ever seen? Are they the prettiest? Do they execute start to finish? Do they have holes? All those things are you know questions. And as Mike Thomas said, we have warts. Oh, they have warts. <laughs> there's I mean, no there's doubt no about question. it. Question. But who and, doesn't in the playoffs? Right. I mean. They, they're eight, four, and one in their last thirteen. I mean, that that's a pretty impressive stretch, no matter what. Um, they're way better as late in games. They're certainly a clutch factor around this team, as well as Herbert. And I thought Carr came up big when he needed to as well. You know, he played good. You know, and might what, have been the first time in his life he that he displayed that. Yeah, right. I yeah. thought I think it was like the most important game of his career, without a doubt. Honest. I mean, right. it's the first time he's been in the playoffs. Yeah, and that's a playoff game for them. You know, can they move on from their interim head coach at this point? I mean, you talk about a team that overachieved. Yeah, I mean, if they get blown out in the first round, I mean, all that they've overcome, just so many storylines around. You know, where we're at on a Monday morning. I mean, oh, by the way, coaches are getting fired left and right, and you know, I mean, it's just normal stuff. But boy, it's fun. Yeah, it really is. And uh, well, you know, I think I don't know if you saw the graphic last week that came out. Seventy-five of the top one hundred TV shows in America, most watched shows Mm. in America last year. We're NFL games. Were they really? 
Good. I guess we're in the right business. <laughs> Better than covering lacrosse for a living or bowling or something. Right. Wrestling. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that, that's awesome. I didn't know that. I mean, it's that's shocking to me. Yeah. That, and, that uh, and probably about 15 of the other ones were college football games. Really? You know, like I mean, tonight's just, game will be probably. On oh, yeah. It'll be, right, right. one. you know, so, you know, no matter what you think about the sport, how it's managed, mm-hmm. uh, everything about it, people still watch. And love. And those games yesterday, I guarantee Mm-hmm. We're, we're watched heavily. Oh, man. I'm sure these playoffs will break records as well, especially the way they space them all out. And, and imagine, I mean, right, there were only, what, game. three spots up for grabs yesterday, going into yesterday's game? Yeah, I mean, it was either going to be the Niners or Saints. Right. I mean, there was some placement in the NFC that, you know, who's going to win the West. But you knew six of the seven playoff teams. Yeah. and Even like the Tennessee-Houston game. Right, it Tennessee, mattered. Yeah, Tennessee's up 20, 21 nothing. Right. And Houston comes storming back, and I'm, I'm watching that. I'm going, well, if the Steelers win this, they could be going to Kansas City. They could be going to Tennessee. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. You know? Not to mention Indy Jacksonville, which was a collapse. That was the, the one ages. that was never in doubt. That was the one that was never in doubt. They right. dominated that from the word the go. End. Right. I'm trying to think of other ones. I mean, I mean, there were games that didn't matter, but all in all, there was something exciting to see from kickoff until – Almost one in the morning last night. Yeah, I mean it was it was a, a, just a great day of football. It was like eleven straight hours of, you know, white knuckle. Wow, that's yeah. You know, yeah, playoff futures on the line, and these teams are going home. And Steelers found a way to win and got a good bounce. When I guess with the Colts, you know, screwing up as well. So, and, and boy, last night was crazy. I mean, the fact that this is a playoff team blows me away, but the fact that they're this resilient and tough does not blow me away. Yeah. You know, I mean, Kevin Colbert announced that he's going to hang it up after the draft. Yeah, he and, actually didn't announce Oh, that. didn't he? No. I thought that was – okay. I, no. I probably shouldn't have thrown that out there then. But I give him all the credit in the world, too, for bringing in the right kind of guys that don't hang it up. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, and they really play hard until the end and have some of those clutch Well, teams. and that, that – you know, I, I wrote about this uh, today. Like, people who don't want to give Mike Tomlin credit – Right for this is just unbelievable. It's unbelievable. Well, they should have had eleven or twelve ones. Really? Have oh, you seen man. this team play? You're crazy. You know, right. uh, people say, well, if, it, if he'd have made the move to J.C. Hassenauer earlier, or if he'd have changed punters, no, no, oh, no, man. no. That's putting way too much value on those those two spots. It 100 percent is. I mean, I haven't even heard those arguments, but those are minor things. I mean, <laughs> those are minor roster moves, and you can do that with. 17 and 0 teams or 0 and 17 teams. Yeah. You, you can't sit there on Monday morning quarterback and be like, you should have made this move one week earlier because <laughs> I have, you know, six weeks of data since then to tell me I'm right. You know, how about all the ones he did get right? And in fact, he did it at all. I mean, it wasn't like, man, I'm going to switch out Webby for Dirk Dawson. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, oh, man. I mean, well, I, that I, offensive line from center to left tackle is just a bunch of dudes. Just a bunch of dudes. <laughs> right. A bunch and of they're jags. getting stuff out of them. Yeah. Um, according to a Football Outsiders DVOA yeah. rankings, this season in the AFC North, Cleveland should have finished with 9.6 wins. Okay. The Bengals at 8.4. The Ravens at seven point four and the Steelers at seven point one. Okay, so they outperformed wow. their DVOA by two, basically two and a half games. I mean, two things stand out to me listening to that for the first time was I'm almost certain that almost any metric you use, the Steelers had the hardest schedule in the league when it was all said and done, if not the top three or so. The rest of the division still had it hard, but the Steelers had the hardest. You know, they had the first place schedule and all that stuff too. Um, 
and I'm sure by DVOA, their point differential was bad. Yeah. You know, so, yeah, they lost some big ones. But there's also some, back to your clutch gene conversation, you could have hung it up after you got blown out by KC and been like season shot. You know, I mean, a lot of teams would have. A lot of fans were ready to. A lot of fans would have and would have Oh, this is over. They should just lose the last two games and take the the better draft pick. Well, it would have gotten them like 14. That's what I say. You end up 14 as opposed to 19 or something, you know, with a chance to do more. I mean, that's not worth it. Um, if you look at it, their overall DVOA, uh, the offense finished, no surprise, you're 25th. Yeah, sounds about right. Yeah. Uh, the defense, which was 25th like two weeks ago, after was the, K- after the KC point? game, okay, finished 14th. Really finished strong, too. Yeah. I mean, I know they got gashed on the ground again yesterday. I, I want to talk to you about that. that was sort of spotty. But, uh... Does run stopping even matter in today's NFL? If you told me this offseason, I'd say not really. But that's – I don't know. Some I, of their biggest, their worst games against the run this year. Vikes, um, Titans. That one's – the Vikings game Vikings was the – kind of stands yeah. out, right. Um, they've had, what, five games with 200 more yards allowed? Yeah, and they've won – I mean, yeah. they gave up, what, 246 yesterday and allowed 13 points? That's that's the <laughs> yeah, main – That's like, what you're saying. Yeah. Here's my thoughts on it is because, again, back to analytics, and this is where I think analytics are really valuable. A lot of studies were done to say, make the offense run against you. You know, don't allow the big play, this Staley-like defense of lighter boxes, playing a gap and a half but with, with a four-deep shell, a two-deep shell, a lot of cover four. You're going to probably win the game when it's all said and done, even though your rushing allowed numbers are bad. But then I watched this year and thought, maybe that went too far of an extreme because <laughs> the Chargers, the Steelers, and then the Steelers weren't even begging people to do it. But some defenses were, and I'm watching like, you have no control of the game. You know, you're getting beat physically. There's non-analytic aspects at play here. But I'm sure you're about to show some stats that say, is getting gouged on the ground a death knoll like we thought it was? It's it's, it's not. It really isn't. It is. You know, if if you're getting turnovers, if you're getting that's a big thing. The too. big plays, yeah, and, and don't allow the big play through the air on top of it. The Steelers won that game Sunday on a defensive run stop in overtime. Okay, yeah. The you know they give up the the uh, they get they they lose the, the opening coin toss. Mm-hmm. They give up a run on first down to Murray. The Ravens come out and try to run again on first and ten. Mm-hmm. Murray gets stopped for a, I think it was a one yard gain. Now yeah, they're in second yeah. nine. Yeah, they throw and they throw and they punt and they punt right. Like that, you know that to me, you know if you can, it doesn't. You're not going to get consistent run stopping. No, into especially against mobile quarterbacks. Yeah, against say there's a lot of you advantages. know they gave up 249 yards rushing yesterday, but you know Huntley was. But it also wasn't. 60-plus minutes of just getting gouged on the ground, yeah. like Minnesota kind of was. Yeah. Oh, I mean, that was bad. That's that was, I mean? that was as bad as it got, yeah. And the holes were gigantic, and Cook was a better back than these guys, too, than a Foreman or a Murray. I mean, the first half, they at least kept it close and weren't bad against the, the ground game, and the second half got bad. And I don't know if it was because they went to Murray. I don't think so because I don't think he's a special player. There yeah. were some big holes that he exploited, and, and he made a couple of nice cuts too. Yeah, he wasn't bad. But they in their games that they allowed two hundred rushing yards this season. The Steelers allowed 
16 points to the Lions. Yeah. They allowed, now it was 36 to the Vikings. That was a different animal. Yeah, and that was bad. That was bad. 13 points to the Titans. Right, right. And then. You're going to win games, you allow under 20 points. 13 points to the Ravens. Yeah. Like, you. Wasn't there one other? I thought there was five that were. Uh, they had, no, they had 198 yard games they allowed against the Bengals. Oh, okay, okay. So it wasn't quite 200. So yeah, the, yeah. the games in which they had four games in the, that they allowed over 200 yards rushing mm-hmm. in, and they went 2-1-1 one, and one in those games. Yeah, right. And three of them you held the other opponent, the opponent to the, in the teens. Mm-hmm. And I even would throw Seattle in there because, to me, the Seattle game was one of the few where they were begging them to run. Like, just yeah. don't beat me with Metcalf and Lockett. We like our chances to outscore you with you having to play that approach, you know, especially with Geno Smith as a quarterback on that team. It's interesting. I mean, like, all of us have gotten away from, boy, you don't invest in the big nose tackle in the early rounds or big in free agency because he's going to spend – he's not going to be out there on throwing downs. And if you're an awesome run defense, they're going to put you in nickel anyway. You know, I mean, there was a lot of games. Casey Hampton sat there with his helmet on his – you know. On his hip, on the side. Talk to him afterwards, and he's just frustrated. Yeah, like, I mean, why they, they there's no pack? They're not going to put the package out there for me to be on the field. I have mixed feelings on it. I mean, I uh, go last off season. I felt stronger about run doesn't matter, but it's there's still some pretty good data that's <laughs> it, it. And to say it doesn't matter is crazy. It, it yeah. matters. It course, matters, but, but ba- balance matters more. Yeah, I mean, you only have so many chips to allocate. Yeah. Where am I going to put them? Like, if you were a team, you know, the three games that they didn't lose mm-hmm. when they allowed 200 yards rushing, the opposing offense threw for 77, uh, 117, and 132. Yeah. I mean, that, that's you don't have you any balance. That's what you need to You don't know, have any right? balance. And even if you do allow a 40-yard run here and there, okay. You get them uh, on the ground. You get them yeah. on the ground. Yeah, right, exactly. Let's face it. I mean, you, would you rather – if you're an opposing defense, would you rather – Jamar Chase be running free in your secondary? Or would you rather Joe Mixon be running free in your secondary? Right, or Latavius Murray. Yeah. or because they're going right. to score. They're going to score. The wide receiver is more likely to score yeah. than the, the running back is, and you live to fight another day. I do think there is value, though, in – and this goes back to when we were kids, that there's nobody you – know, go ask Wolf. You know, There's no better feeling that everyone in the stadium knows you're running – and you still can. But you and better be able to score touchdowns it. doing it. Yeah, but three ain't going to cut it. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. They up 13 points. That, that's why that, that interception that Huntley threw in the first play of the fourth mm-hmm. quarter in the end zone to Cam Sutton. Crusher. Just a, uh, They, w- they would have gone up two scores there. And that's a much different world. And, and you know, the Steelers come back and answer. They Might they, have been the biggest play of the game. They, lo- right, they yeah. lost points because of the, the face mask penalty on Joe Haig. Mm-hmm. But they were down to the 18 following that one. It was yeah, like, yeah, boom, yeah. okay, it's fourth quarter, Roethlisberger, I'm going to turn it on and now. He's, on, he's hot again, <laughs> and right. And I, I thought one thing, too, that they did was coming out of the half, I'm sure they had the conversation of, we're not putting the ball in our best players' hands. And I understand Harris was out, so there's a Snell versus Harris situation there. But that first series coming out of the half. Deontay, Deontay. I think Deontay. it was Deontay Claypool, Deontay, Deontay. <laughs> he was like, we got a couple guys here, enough McLeods and Gentries yeah. and Snells, and those guys are all playing well and better than I thought, to be honest. But they can't be the locomotive of the of the offense. Got to get the ball. Yeah, to, yeah. I mean, you you have too few playmakers, especially when you don't have Harris in the lineup. You don't. I mean, right? right. You know, anybody surprised that they could, scored three right. points in the first half without Najee Harris for most of it? I read this today. I mean, they got one yard. After con or before contact all day, 
and yeah. that added up. I mean, that that we know the Ravens are a really good run defense. People throw on them because their run, their pass defense is so bad. But like they weren't getting any push, no. and you know Harris would have done better. The Ravens shoot the gaps, and they yeah. you know they storm into the backfield. Yeah. But I, I thought Brandon Williams was a rock in the middle, and you know they gave those guys a hard time. So. No, I, I think if Harris plays the entire game, it's he, better for he sure. He probably gets the. He he had seventy three yards against them the first time. Mm-hmm. He probably gets around that. I would say around that. Yeah. He gets a couple more here and there. I mean, he had the fifteen yard run late where he bounced it outside. And mm-hmm. Benny Snell's just not. I mean, he Benny Snell bounced a couple of them outside and got five yards. Yeah, and you can you just know. tell everyone's catching them quick. Yeah. You know, even though he did everything he possibly could. So no, I I think they need to find a backup for Harris next year at some 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 phase of it all, but. It's not off-season talk at all. I thought we no. were talking all sorts of off-season no. stuff this week, but not now. And I'll tell you what, um, you know, I know the first game against the Chiefs was 36-10. to 10. Yeah. Um, but this is a far better matchup. I talked about the, you know, if, uh, if the t- Titans lose that game mm-hmm. yesterday, I think the Steelers would have gone to Tennessee instead. Tennessee probably been the two, yeah. That would have been a bad matchup. If Henry's rolling this out time around, time yeah, time yeah, it I know the Steelers beat them the first time, but down there with with Chris en- or uh, Derrick Henry coming back, I'd still rather play the Titans. Mm-hmm. I think the Chiefs are in a little bit of a bad. They didn't look that good this weekend, and Tyreek's have been a shell of himself. Tyreek Hill is banged up. Travis Kelsey's banged up. Yep, yep, yep. Um, and they're not going to run the football against they're you. They're not like going to run the football down your throat. You're 100 percent right. And I mean, Watt's going to cause problems, and Cam's going to cause problems. Yeah, they got offensive line injuries they do. too. They do. So, but we did see. I mean, it wasn't like Hill and Kelsey were huge factors a couple weeks ago either. Especially Hill, what didn't didn't yeah. play. But still, uh, it's not a terrible time to get Casey. No, I mean, you, you know, if you're gonna, they're big dogs and they should be. If you're gonna win the Super Bowl, you got to go through that anyway. So, oh yeah, why not do it now? <laughs> yeah, no doubt. Take your chances. Get it out of the way. You know, fun weekend though, man. Oh, it's just tremendous. Yeah. And uh, you know, we'll see what happens. The Steelers are in the playoffs. Um, you can't win the championship if you're not. Right. As we said last week, the people who wanted them to go out and just lose this last game, no, you don't do that. I'd love to see if people still believe that. And even if they get blown out by KC, going to the playoffs benefits this organization, frankly, the fan base, everyone involved, much more than you're lost to the Browns and Ravens and now you have the 13th or 14th pick. Woohoo. You know, yeah. I mean, okay. Big yeah. deal. It's not that big a deal. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, they're in. Uh, gives us another week of uh, football talk and yeah. another game to talk about. We appreciate that as, as well, and uh, hopefully you do too. Um, you know, it's 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 football, and we get you know it's meaningful football, mm-hmm. and that's what you play the season for to play meaningful football in January. That's the whole goal. You know, I mean, yeah. it, it's just like the Sunday night game. I mean, I'm sure people around here don't want to hear about it, but if I were the coach of the Chargers or Raiders. I would have been very content with the tie. I mean, especially after two field goals in overtime. My owner is paying me to get my team in the playoffs no matter what. I would have, you know, I, I don't need to, I don't need style points for it. And the Steelers got in the playoffs. That's all I'm, that's you, all I'm saying. You're not, you don't want to let a division opponent get in as well. I, that's one thing I especially mentioned Especially for the Raiders. If that were Steeler Ravens last night yeah. and the Chargers were at home watching it, they, I don't both think of those Harbaugh teams are playing for the win. Would have been like, oh, it's cool. We'll just <laughs> yeah. play patty cake for 15 minutes. I get that. You're also sending a message in that in that situation. If you're the Raiders, I mean, Justin Herbert's been proclaimed the next big thing in the mm-hmm. league, and well, kid, yes, en- enjoy your off now. season. Right, right. You know, you the first year head coach. You're not the whiz kid. Everyone thinks you are quite yet. You yeah. Know. You know, oh, Got some question. things to learn. Yeah. I mean. 
Brown sent a message to the Steelers in the playoffs, you know, that, hey, we're we're something to be reckoned with. Right. Or, you know, Steelers sent a message to the Ravens. They beat them four times in a row you yeah. know, after yesterday. You know, that stuff matters. Swept the Ravens, swept the Browns this year. Yeah. I'll what more that. do you want, Steeler fans? I mean, I had a buddy <laughs> text me. He said, if I told you in the preseason the Steelers would sweep the Browns, sweep the Ravens, beat the Bills, beat the Titans and Seahawks, would you think they might be undefeated? <laughs> you know what I mean, like, like I didn't see any, I didn't see that coming. You know, yeah. so there's it's, been a lot more good than bad this year, folks. If you haven't figured that out, it's been an entertaining season to be yeah. sure, and it's going to continue. Uh, we're going to take a break. He is Matt Williamson. I'm Dale Lally. You're listening to the Drive here on Steelers Nation Radio. We'll be back to talk more about this, the craziness of everything that Absolutely. happened, and well, what it all means right after this.